All right, cool. So I'm very excited, guys. I've been working on like some intro all week. Are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, and we're live. This is Rizzle, joined by my main man, Trislet, for another special episode of the Token Smart podcast. Today, I am very stoked to have Matthew from Scent with us. Matthew, welcome to the show. <laughs> What's up, boys? Happy to be here. <laughs> I am honestly and truly very stoked to have you joining with us. It seemed like the missing piece of the puzzle since we've all been working on these and everything together. So would love to dive into that with you guys. I almost don't even want to say anything because I'm like uh, frustrated with how the event went. I think there's a lot of like really positive things to take from it. But I was like really, really hoping that this was going to be the week that we stick the landing, we have like the smaller lineup and everything to sort of play around with the audio. Uh, if the whole event went the way the first like 10, 15 minutes did, I would probably like totally had a meltdown or like freaked out or something at the <laughs> in the middle of the async auction. But it, we did pull it together. Um, help me out, guys. I mean, what what are your thoughts on the heels of the most recent WIP meetup. You know, I mean, I thought that solution wasn't bad, but after seeing it in practice and actually being, you know, people trying to use it, I realized we need some more training to make that sort of thing work. Maybe it's a little too technical way to do it. You know, I don't seem to have a problem because I'm the one who came up with the idea, you know, so that's what I was sort of thinking to myself afterwards. I'm like, maybe this is more difficult than I was making it out to be. I had such high expectations as I do every week going into these. So, when Vesa just like was silent and the, his setup wasn't working at all of a sudden when we started the event, I was crushed. And then Cloud White and Leandro were getting echo feedback problems. I was just, I was, <laughs> I was sweating bullets essentially. But somehow from Vesa coming back and then finishing up pretty strongly with uh, Drew Harding from Metafactory, I felt like, okay. Now the solution we thought we had seems to be showing itself and working a little bit, but ugh, what a rough start. Luckily, um, Drago Nate from Sen, he reached out afterwards and he was just like, I have 15 years experience working with audio. I think I have the solution for you guys. So I'm looking forward to flying through Origin City with him tonight and, and talking through a potential solution. But like what Trislet was saying, like I think we do have some sort of solution we're just like it's either too technical right now or we're missing a key part to prevent those earlier technical issues that we experienced which absolutely need to go away but at least at this point the issue is not it's more execution i feel like the the technical solution is viable uh, we just need to execute it better one thing that i definitely know for certain happened i mean besides vesa having trouble at first it sounded because i couldn't hear you in world and i thought there was something wrong with your mics because we were trying to have it as a backup where i was going to pipe it through my mic so i started doing that i just jumped right in and started piping it through but then i think your mic situation got fixed so all of a sudden mine was also piping it in and it started echoing really bad and it started getting worse really quickly it's it's tough man i i feel like especially like week after week i've been like pulling people in you know what i mean proactively seeking people like yo come check this out and give us some feedback 
and maybe I'm just like delusional and have higher expectations, but M Matthew and I had uh, interviewed Connie Digital for an upcoming podcast. Uh, I have a lot of love for Connie. We hung out a lot in NFT NYC. And one of the things I really appreciate about him is he has very, very high standards and, you know, wanted him to come check out this event to sort of get some feedback from him. And Connie was being like very diplomatic, but he was basically saying like, you guys should consider exploring other options because I, I think he sees the same thing that we do in the sense that the people are here, the people are showing up and, you know, we just need to find some way to stick the landing. And uh, I'll be really interested to hear how your conversation goes, Matthew, with, with Dragonate and everything. And if he knows something that we're not doing, because we've talked about this like ad nauseum. I mean, crypto voxels seems like the way to go just because of the ease of access. But um, I, I was actually one of the things that I thought was very, very positive is on the fly, we got a million people to hop on the discord audio. Uh, you know, I had in my head, like multiple steps is bad, just as standard protocol, but people did that on the fly. And I'm like, if that's the short, short term solution that we just need to throw a link and some basic instructions up on the screen in the background that that's not the worst workaround and seemed to be pretty stable and, and accessible for most people who, who were able to figure it out pretty quickly. I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, you're right. I feel like everybody who joined the channel are folks that are already in the CryptoVoxels Discord, so they're sort of already Discord users and understand that I was trying to think what the onboarding process would be for somebody who's never touched Discord before. That's what I'm sort of afraid of. Yeah, there's going to be a group of people that are at the event that either are not members of the TokenSmart server and then when they try to gain access, there may be a waiting period. Like, of course, like I think those are problems that could be adjusted in the the mod permissions uh, to make something like that a non-issue. It would be terrible to have some folks in world just being like, guys, where where's the show at? And then constantly having to kind of send them the link. And th there's something that I feel like takes away from the magic of being in world and having that audio kind of pumping out. Uh, and within the amazing builds that you guys have over there, the amphitheater and the token lounge. I, I just feel like one we have one more chance <laughs> to give it a go over there to see if Dragonate's solution actually does help us uh, together with the solution I think we found with piping in the, the voice chat from the token smart Discord server. But we have kind of like run out of all the options as, as far as I've seen it in terms of if it doesn't work next week, yeah we need to do something different because I, I can't go another week of having speakers having no. garbled presentations and feeling helpless uh, as yeah. like an MC, just like looking on like what the, what the F, why can't I hear anything? Why is it on a crazy reverb loop? Yeah. As I mean, that's, it's frustrating because I love the, the feeling of presence that, you know, the CV, the parcel gives you and the, I don't want to shut off in world chat. Like I want people like if I'm standing next to you, I want you to be able to talk while somebody is presenting. You know, that's what makes it kind of cool. So those are all things that I want to have in there. So most of these other yeah. options, like forcing everybody to Discord, sort of stops that because you have to basically mute everybody else. Do you have any inkling like what Dragonate's workaround is or anything? Let's just, you know, run worst case scenarios. If you test this with him and this is not a viable solution, even up to this coming week, do we try and pull one more off with like a similar type of attempt through Discord or do we like abandon ship? and just try something else. I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'm totally willing to give Dragonate the benefit of the doubt, especially if like you, we can pull it off like a test run in a you know, small case scenario leading up to the event. But at the same time, I'm like, if 
he he said 96% certain. I'm like, if he's if the 4% <laughs> wrong is right, then, uh, you know, honestly, then what? Then do we take a hiatus? Do we try and throw everyone into Mozilla Hubs or Decentraland? Uh, I, I'm not necessarily opposed to doing that. Uh, I it, It's just so frustrating. I would hate to, like, give up what we've put so much effort into like cultivating and and seems like we've just got all the pieces right there what do you think i mean i have no idea what the actual proposed solution will be i'm hoping it's something like a checklist plus some sort of technical maneuver that i just have not considered and just and i have not considered together i'm hoping that's the case i can't imagine he'll give me something super difficult for every single speaker to implement on their end but that said like I don't think Decentraland would be the way because there's still so many people that have issues accessing it. You have to install WebGL and to make sure that it's running properly. I, I feel like that would be a non-starter. I guess Mozilla Hubs would be the closest potential alternative, but it, like that's basically a Zoom call with 3D avatars, in my opinion. It lacks that special sauce that I think really exists in CryptoVoxels, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, over over the weekend, we'll quickly understand if Dragonate's solution is tenable uh, and where to go from there. So I'm looking forward to talking with them. Hopefully, I'm optimistic, but <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what to do if, if the solution is not uh, positive. I'm not sure what to do next. I'm willing to give it one more go in CryptoVoxels, but that said, like, we have a lot of A-plus speakers in the pipeline, but for fear of having another boondoggle, uh, it, it's, I'm very <laughs> hesitant to reach out to them. You know, that's that's the frustrating part. Yes, dude, it's it's embarrassing, man. I've, I it, like in the beginning, it felt like we are offering these people like this great opportunity, and now it sort of seems like I'm really sorry, guys, that this didn't <laughs> work out. Yeah. Like every week and and everything, there are definitely some positive things to take away from it, right? I, I mean, there's certainly like progress being made in the grand scheme of things. I feel like this was our best effort, even though we had like way or high expectations than how it turned out. Still a pretty big crowd with like, you know, and everyone's all decked out in, in the shit that we've been giving them. So, you know, we've got a lot of returning people <laughs> watching us bomb each week. This must be what it feels like, right? To be like a stand-up comedian who's just, you know, <laughs> it's cr crickets in the audience or something like that. Uh, other, other positive takeaways? Uh, any Anything you guys noticed? One thing that was really cool the, the in world like when you were just in there walking around I mean I didn't feel any like uh, in the past a couple times I've had like weird loading issues like you'll load in and then sometimes mm. you'll see guys like flipping yeah. really hard or something like I didn't see any of that sort of thing this time around it seemed like everybody jumped in well I noticed uh, Ben instituted if you don't have a name which means you're not logged into the site it actually loads your avatar as a, like a 2D paper image. Right. No, I saw a lot of those floating around. Yeah. And those are people who don't actually have account. You know, I don't know how much people we have, but it wasn't rendering that bad. And I think that's why. Yeah. I mean, I was looking when I could down at the, the bottom left of the chat that indicates like the number of people in world and then near you, near us. Uh, I looked at like a number, it, it looked around like 72, 73 simultaneously, like near us i.e. at the event and there was no loading issues like not no i didn't feel like anyone was crashing which was a first for an event especially when we're hitting those those numbers so that's definitely a positive when the sound actually worked and i think this is reflected in the comments that people are leaving in the the guest book the audio was better for people like when vesa 
finally got his setup working at the end. And then Drew, people could hear them pretty well. That's positive. Again, it's just like we got to start strong and end strong is the bottom line. And then, of course, Spherical Art came out with a, a freaking amazing piece that I can't wait to send people after we wrap up today. He took it to an, the next level with his third installment of a six-piece NFT series for folks. And it's it's pretty beautiful. I'm kind of speechless. Yeah, that's really exciting. I know. I can't wait to see it. You know, I think there might be something like with the Discord setup that we could do to make that better. But it does reemphasize when I was talking before about that one of the things that Ben's been talking about is potentially having like a way to have Discord audio piped right in through like an object in world. If we could actually make it part of the program, I think we might it might overcome some of the issues because the way we were doing it was sort of a kludgy workaround to try to use the high fidelity from Discord. But we were basically the mm-hmm. piping it through matter my microphone, you know, mm-hmm. so you're introducing, you know, loss and all kinds of other weirdness, like yeah. me having to sit there holding the V button down while <laughs> holding my mic up against the speakers, you know, I'm like, if it was all integrated in world, all that would be a, a non-issue and we might not have the same sort of thing. Is there any indication of like how, like what the timeline would be from Ben's perspective to implement that? Like how high up on the priority list is that? Because yeah. that's that's what we would optimally need. But until then, what's going to happen next week, you, myself, or me and Rizzle are going to have to work with the speakers to make sure that their setups on their end are set up to avoid yeah. the kind of like reverb interference issues that we hit up with a few of the speakers this week, which is like that significant lead time. There's a lot of time investment there, coordinating schedules. Um, so if you're Ben, if you're listening, please, for the love of God, <laughs> to top of the priority I've, list. I've been trying, you know, whenever we talk about this stuff, I, I make sure I DM him and I say, hey, Ben, you should give this a listen because we've brought some stuff up that I want you to hear. I mean, I talk to him and I try to emphasize some of it, but I mean, part of it, you know, it's his projects. My priority list might not be the same as his priority list. I don't really know like how high of a priority that is for him. For me, it's the highest priority because I feel like we that's mm-hmm. high quality audio is needed for much more than what we're trying to do. Yeah, the only comfort I take is that we're having this problem. Everyone else is having this problem. Um, this yeah. is something that is not a solved problem so i i'm almost thinking back to like the ebay days like before paypal came out i was on a jog yesterday i'm like is this our paypal moment like coming up with the audio solution for like these virtual events and then just like marketing that to everyone else i don't think it's like that but it's somewhat akin to it because once this hits i feel like there will be there'll be an explosion of these virtual events when people can be confident of this like crucial element being able to work. If we could make that work, it'd be great to set up another voice channel, you know, for Conlon, let's say, if he's going to do an auction, say, hey, Conlon, right. you jump in this channel. You know, once you start, you're going to be piping your sound into this high because Token Smart, we paid it. So we have what, 384 kilobit audio. So it should be like studio quality, you know, audio feed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we could have him have the ridiculously high quality audio. And then people in the world that want to talk and stuff, maybe that stuff glitches out occasionally and stuff, but that's not as important as what he's saying. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it would, it's more important for presentation, auction stuff. You have a central speaker, you've got a movie that, you know, oh, look, here's the history of this and a speaker giving you a presentation. You know, it's, that's the stuff that I want the highest quality audio to give this guy. The rest of you can, if you glitch out occasionally, yeah, deal with it. 
Totally. No, this is this is like what I guess just growing pains of being on like the front end of you know a movement that can't scale as quickly as the you know movement itself is scaling. And I really think like a year from now, maybe even like you know two months from now, a month from now, or something, we're going to be laughing at the fact that uh, you know in order to pull off an event like this you know, we had to like hold a mic close to our face while hitting V while like, you know, getting people to pipe in through discord. It's just like so crazy and so many steps and you you can see the future, how it all ends up. It's just, you know, we're the ones trying to like push this boulder up the hill right now. It's a lot of fun, but yeah, this, this is like certainly growing pains for sure. The other really positive thing to me was, uh, it flowing into the async auction and everything. And, and I don't know what type of crowd they expected to command uh, on their own if we didn't sort of join forces with the events, but it sure seemed like a lot of people from our our place rolled right into theirs. And, and maybe they would have done both anyway, you know, power users of uh, these events or something. But I saw at least Matthew there. I, I don't know if you were over there too, Trislet. I was wandering around and stalking a couple things over there. Did you pop into the auction? Yeah, I was I popped in there. I put a couple bids in on some stuff. I lost everyone, but Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that like um cuz we had been talking before the event popped off, like the importance of the the after parties or the after events that flow from our whip meetups. Because last week, I thought that was it was awesome. Everyone over to Easy's, people were splintering off into the s- smaller subgroups having awesome chats. And like last week that felt pretty magical. This week, it was great to see that uh, we were able to funnel a lot of the people that were attending the WIP meetup into that async uh, charity auction event. But at the same time, it felt like, uh, <laughs> it felt almost constrained. It didn't almost like mesh well uh, in terms of like a crowd of people that have been listening to like a few people talk and then not being able to talk essentially at the auction because it was, it was a pretty silent auction um, for the most part. Which I mean, I'm I'm glad that they were able to raise however uh, much money they were uh, by selling all those pieces, but it didn't actually feel like it was the best fit for an event like what we're doing. Something in the future where the crowd would be able to have more engagement on their end, interacting with other participants. I feel like somehow there needs to be more conscious effort in making sure that fit is there um, for these after parties. Because I feel like, again, like just like real life conferences and meetups, the real sauce is not the actual like events and speakers. It's these the side after parties, it's the hallway chats, the water cooler meetups, right? All that serendipity and that active participation uh, from the crowd. In this particular one, I mean, we wanted to get a big crowd for the auction, but I like the idea of having some secondary events afterwards for people to go to, but maybe our focus should be having two or three different things, options, and explain, if you want to chat with this guy, he's going to be hanging out over here, you know, while doing this. It's like, why don't you go over, he's trying to build something cool over here, you know, or we also have an auction over here, or we have everybody's drinking all kinds, you know, on their own over here. You know, if you want to talk to them <laughs> while doing that, go here. I don't know. You know, it's, I think, maybe yeah, that's money. And then let them know what's happening. 
I think that'd be really cool. Dude, I think that'd be really cool too. I, this particular event, I, I had just been in conversation with Conlon and they were essentially overlapping anyway. So since it was for like a positive thing, I was like, why not? And we've been drawing these sick crowds. I was like, why don't we just try and funnel all of our people over to your thing and, and raise some money? And him and I have kicked around the idea of doing like a trivia night or something like that, like trivia based on like NFTs and like, you know, all this, all the cool stuff in the rabbit hole. But I'm almost like, uh, in the short term, I'm, I'm thinking maybe we shouldn't try and like stick the landing with like two big events, like back to back and uh, break off into something like, maybe something like what you were saying, Matthew, like, Maybe the speakers themselves who have had the opportunity to present then have their own like sort of breakout groups afterwards or something like that for people who are interested in learning more about their project or, or something like that. Totally. I agree with the intimacy and the smaller groups type of thing, at least until we can pull off like a big old trivia night or totally i mean like in the lead up to the events with the individual speakers some of the speakers they just have their needs are more focused on like getting actual input from the crowd so like vesta as opposed to kind of like throwing out an appeal and hoping that people kind of dm him or hit him up on twitter for what he was looking for setting up like after the event letting folks know Vesta's is going to be floating around hit them up, circle around them, and, and y'all can talk. And while simultaneously saying that there's going to be like a drinking meetup, folks yeah. are going to fly around Origin City, just shooting the shit, and then something something else is happening elsewhere, like a, like really looser, informal, and like directing people to those, those areas, like whenever they start. I feel like that at the beginning would be great yes, because if we're able to recreate what happened the previous week, uh, I feel like those sorts of benefits if we can stack them on top of one another week after week, those are the ty- type of things that if as they accrue, like if people don't have that in their life, especially in the, in the world of COVID-19, those losses would be such that they would probably be very upset. You can su- kind of see it with folks like Easy in crypto who are like really looking forward to these events for like the community aspect of yeah. it and just giving them more of that in, in these concentrated doses in the after party format um, that Trislet was descri- describing, I feel like that's money. And I feel like that's doable. Uh, and there's not a lot of overhead for putting something together like that, as opposed to <laughs> what you're talking about, Rizzo, with like a, a well orchestrated trivia night with all the <laughs> questions and carefully curated. Like that's a lot of effing work. And what happens if the mic situation doesn't work or people bomb it or whatever? That's just my. I was just, I was just picturing like it'd be fun to just have, hey everybody, jump over here. I turned sandbox on everything. Just go crazy. Let's see what stupid crap you build. We'll all start drinking. See what happens. <laughs> That'd <laughs> yeah, be a fun after party. Awesome. No, I, I, I'm in agreement. I actually, I, I'm starting to think that this is like a really great idea as far as like using the lounge of the amphitheater as like sort of like phase one of like just being the central gathering point to get a taste of like what each of these speakers are going to be talking about, and then. And then even if like we have some sort of hiccups or tech issues or something, which which I'm sure we will at least continue to improve on. Uh, but then at least like the day is not lost for these speakers who have put in their time to make an appearance. And even if there's some garbled stuff, they still have the opportunity to pull people in their own directions. And, and it, it would be super easy, you know, in addition to the itinerary that, you know, I've been putting on the side of the stage or whatever to then leave links 
somewhere to where where to find people after the event or something so people can easily figure out what breakout faction they want to hang out with or, or anything so i don't know actually i'm like very encouraged after sort of like hashing this out with you guys because i i totally agree that that's like the secret sauce that we need to continue to roll this into and it also sort of saves our asses if like you know unexpected things happen because because we were like you know for anyone listening we were pretty sure we had this shit licked like going into this right and uh and that's what was so crushing about this it wasn't like we were going into this thinking like uh we'll see what happens it was like we're we're pretty sure we got this so we we can make improvements based on what we've learned from this situation. But I, I do think making a conscious effort to continue to add something like that and add like various experiences jumping off the back of ours will make it seem more like not everybody's just showing up to see what happens <laughs> and, uh, you know, go home afterwards or, or whatever. That is a That's a good point. I know I was, we tested that our, our ideas for discord you, us three, I felt pretty extensively and everything worked amazingly well. So I was really hyped. Same. And before the event, it seemed like people's setups were working, if not like optimally, at least well enough. And then it was just like, as soon as it started, we had one speaker just have a, a super crazy malfunction. <laughs> and it was just like, uh-oh, this is not a propitious start <laughs> to this whole thing. But I mean, you live and you learn. Uh, hopefully, Dragonite would hit us up with some amazing intelligence that we can easily implement. Uh, I'm still looking forward to the next event. Uh, I just feel like these are so exciting. And despite the the faceplant in the first like 10 to 15 minutes <laughs> of this event, uh, I still feel like there's a lot of positives, more positives than negatives. Um, so that that'll keep us going. Yeah, maybe the key is a uh, we need a soundboard because we should have you know like a uh, wah 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 when it didn't. <laughs> just imagine how good it's gonna feel when we when it finally happens it's it's gonna happen at some point whether it's in crypto voxels decentraland or or somewhere we haven't thought of yet it's gonna happen and we're going drinking in crypto voxels when when it does right um were, were there presentations that you guys were able to hear that stuck out to you guys or any any like cool projects that you were able to overhear i i for me personally, this was absolutely the most successful event for me in terms of like being an audience member, being a a able to hear the most presentations and what people were talking about. So yeah, curious to know if, if anything stuck out to you guys of, of the people you were able to hear. Yeah, I mean, Vesa and Drew, I really enjoyed their talks. I thought they're they're really honest. And someone like Vesa, who is so, yeah, dude, he's like a legend. And to have him be able to speak with everyone and like share what he's working on and, and soliciting feedback and stuff and drew with Metafactory, which man, I feel like that project and what they're doing over there, they're doing amazing things. And to to share like the, the rough state of everything uh, and being like literally on the ground floor with everyone, inviting them into uh, be potential investors and stuff like that. It was so cool to get that inside glimpse of what's going on in their worlds. So, and the audio came in super clear for them. So I was really, really happy to hear that. For Cloud White Ventures, I mean, I wish that the microphone was a little bit better on his end because the energy that he brings is like, that was like the biggest presence we had in terms of a speaker up until this point. I'm not sure if it was like a perfect fit for our event. Uh, if the mic situation had been a little bit better, I'm sure he would have been tempered and changed to his 
presentation a little bit, <laughs> but it, it was cool to hear all that energy coming in from from someone. Yeah, that's a pretty good call. Yeah, the Metafactory stuff seems really cool. I know I I talked to some of those guys at NYC NFT because I was trying to get wrap my head around some of their ideas. I mean, it's it's a real cool project and it's cool having a chance to listen to them talk. I really liked Cloudboy Ventures, and I I knew like a little bit about him beforehand, but I, I honestly felt like this dude fit like a glove in our event. I, I mean, I'm looking around in the crowd and there's like a totem pole of animals on someone's head, right? And and Cloudboy Ventures just sort of like hit the ground like a lightning bolt. And uh, and and it's a shame, right, that his uh, audio is messed up and everything. But I was like, this, this dude seems like someone that uh, I would get along with well. <laughs> he seems like very intense and really into what he's into. And uh, I I was cracking up the whole time because he he is obviously someone who doesn't take himself like super seriously and is like you know cool with goofing around and joking around at his own expense and everything so he would honestly if we're ever going to pull off like a, a stand-up amateur stand-up comedy uh event or something like that i'm like this dude needs a microphone um yeah. <laughs> somewhere um yeah. any uh any final thoughts or shout outs or anything like that we uh we need to hit before we wrap things up shout out one. to spherical art for continually putting out just amazing like um amazing work that people i think are, are really excited to get and find in their eth wallets over the weekends i feel like that together with pndex's wearables and animal wearables i don't know what to how to describe them that's making people come back too so I think those are really instrumental in helping people forgive some of the technical difficulties for the time being, just because those items, that swag, are, are pretty freaking awesome. So I, I think we need to definitely shout out our partners on that end because th they're helping keep this thing alive. Yeah, you know, I'm going to agree with Pandex. Some of the stuff he's making looks really cool. He actually just uh, is working on launching a tri-roll social token thing, and he was trying, he was getting it on OpenSea so you can buy some of his wearables with those. He's definitely pushing the envelope on a lot of that. It's going to be really cool with a lot of that sort of stuff because I really like his uh, his artwork. Dude, totally. If if I if I was not working on the back end of these events, I would absolutely be someone, some sort of lurker who just shows up to these events to see what happens and scoop up some dope wearables from Pandex and the artwork from Spherical Art and everything. I mean, honestly, for, for like free swag, I don't think you're going to find anything better anywhere. Uh, you know, nope. people people pay a lot of money for a lot less than the stuff type of stuff that we're giving away for free. So um, yeah, good, good shout out to them. I would like to shout out Conlin. I know you're listening, dude, for screwing me out of that auction yesterday and everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's all good so man oh my God. <laughs> but it's all good no i honestly if, if i'm running an event like conlin is um i'm sticking to my bullet points and you know you got to follow the rules and and it's all good man conlin knows i love him and have nothing but love for him and will continue to support him and his future events but i will continue to give him a hard time about that at any opportunity that presents itself so all right y'all you know it was great to uh to have you on matthew i i hope we can continue to do it in the future and uh obviously trizlet my dude helping us work through all these back-end things that i don't know nearly enough about if uh if we didn't have you with us man so awesome to catch up with you guys and let's do it again yeah for sure Sounds man good. all right later y'all later later boys <laughs>